Today on episode 165 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, you ever look at your computer keyboard and you see that row across the top labeled F1, F2, all the way up to F12, and you wonder, what do those keys do? Well, today you're going to find out. Another episode of The Computer Tutor Tips, Tricks, and Advice from a Computer Pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey there, welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And if you're new to the show, welcome. I hope you stick around, and I think you're going to find it beneficial. And the thing about this podcast is we don't use any of the stupid, technical, gobbledygook language, just plain English here. And if your computer has a problem, I can help. I've been doing computer repair since 1999, and in most cases, I can fix your computer remotely so you don't have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 165. So let's get started. Today we're talking about something that you probably see every single day, or at least every day you use your computer, which for me is just about every single day. You probably don't even pay attention to that row of function keys at the top of your Windows keyboard anymore, but there they are. And if you know what they're used for, they could actually be helping you use your computer more effectively. The funny thing is, each one of those function keys is not always used for the same thing. When someone asks me what they're there for or what do they do, my answer always starts off with, it depends. That's because it depends on which program you're using. Here's an example. Let's say you're using Microsoft Word. Now, if you have a Word document open and you tap the F1 key, a new window is going to open up, the Help window. It's going to list all the various topics that you might need help with, and you can hopefully get the help with whatever you're trying to figure out. Now, if instead of just tapping the F1 key, you instead hold down the Shift key and then tap F1, then you get what's called the Reveal Formatting window. Now, this is a little window that tells you all about how this document is formatted. It lists all the fonts that are used, the font size, the alignment, how big the margins are, all that stuff. And that's not all. If you hold down the control key and tap F1, you'll turn off the formatting toolbar that goes across the top. It's actually called the ribbon. I did a whole podcast episode about that little trick not too long ago because sometimes people will accidentally hit that key combination, control F1, and suddenly their whole toolbar or ribbon just disappears and they have no idea how that happened or how to get it back. So those are three different things you can do with just one of the function keys. And that's only in Microsoft Word. If you're using some other program like Photoshop, the F1 key and all the other function keys are going to be assigned to do completely different things. So for the most part, what they do really does depend on which program you're using. But having said that, the specific function keys are often used for many of the same things in a kind of a general sense. For example, the F1 key, as I mentioned above, in Microsoft Word will bring up a help window, and that actually applies to a lot of different programs. F1 usually leads to a help window or a help screen. 
That's even true for the Windows operating system in general. If you just have your desktop on your screen there with no other windows open and you hit F1, it opens a Windows help screen. So that's kind of true for most of the function keys. They often do similar things even in different programs. So what I'll do here is go through each one of the keys, F1 all the way to F12, and tell you what they are most likely to do in a lot of different programs. F1, as we already said, usually means help. So if you're stuck and you're not sure what to do or what to click on, just hit F1 and you might just find the answer you're looking for. F2 is often used for renaming a file or a folder. Now you can try this out just by opening your Documents folder and click once to highlight a particular file or folder. If you want to rename it, you just hit F2 and type the name you want to use and hit Enter to lock it in. F3 can be pretty handy because it will usually open a search window. This works even in your web browser like Chrome or Firefox. You might be looking at a page on a website that is just miles long and you just need to find a particular name or a word somewhere on that page. Well, just tap F3 and you'll find what you're looking for in less than a second. Your computer scans all that text a whole lot faster than your eyes do. F4 is probably used most often not by itself, but in combination with the Alt key. If you have a window open on your computer and you hit Alt plus F4, that window closes. It's not something I would use every day, but I definitely have used it in certain situations. F5 is the key that refreshes. The thing that this is probably used for most often is to refresh a website that is constantly changing. For example, if you brought up like the Google News site, which is at news.google.com, you would see the headlines that are current right now. But if you just left your computer and you didn't touch it for 24 hours, that screen would still be showing those same stories. But if you tap the F5 button, it reloads that page so that you can see the most current information. So if you want to just keep tap, tap, tapping that F5 key, it will just keep refreshing. F6 is another one that's handy with your web browser. You know, if you want to type a different website address into the address bar, you usually go up and you click once to highlight the address that's already there, and then you type the new address. Well, the F6 key automatically highlights the current website address, so you don't have to click in the address bar with your mouse. So you can just do F6, type the website address, and hit enter to go to that website. Now, F7, in many different programs, is the spell checker. Now, that's fairly universal throughout most of the Office programs like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and the rest of them. And the same for most email programs like Outlook or Windows Live Mail. Just hit F7 to spell check your email before you send it out. F8 is handy if you have a problem with your Windows 7 computer. When you hit the power button to turn on the computer, you can keep tapping the F8 button to tell the computer to boot up in safe mode. Can't really get into safe mode the same way with newer versions of Windows like Windows 8 or Windows 10. F9, I think probably the best use for F9 is if you use Outlook. When you have Outlook open, you can tap F9 and it will automatically send slash receive uh, your email. Same as clicking the send receive icon with your mouse, but I think F9 is quicker. F10, eh, nothing really to get excited about with F10. But F11, now this is a fun one. Probably F11 is my favorite function key. And how big of a geek do you have to be to have a favorite function key? 
but when you see what it does, it might become your favorite too. Try this. Open a web browser and go to a website that you often visit. Now hit the F11 key. Now, for those of you that are driving and not actually doing this right now, the F11 key takes that window and makes it full screen. And I don't just mean maximize. It actually takes away the toolbar across the top and gives the website the full screen real estate. It's pretty cool. To get it back to normal, just hit F11 again. A lot of times people will call me up in a panic because they don't realize it, but they hit F11 accidentally, and now their browser window takes up the whole screen. There aren't any controls at the top like they usually see, and they think they've done really something bad because they don't know how to get out of it. So it's like magic when I tell them, just tap the F11 key see what happens. So try it out. You'll see what I'm talking about. And finally, F12. Well, this is kind of anticlimactic to end on because it really doesn't do a lot of amazing things. Mostly F12 is used in Word for stuff like opening documents and saving documents, so there's really nothing much to talk about. I will say this, if when you're viewing a website, don't hit the F12 key. If you try it, you'll see what I mean. It's not like you're going to break anything, but in a web browser, F12 opens up the bottom part of the window in a type of debugging mode, and so you'll see some of the code behind the website that makes it work. So yeah, you're probably not going to want to mess with that unless you're a website developer. So those are the function keys. They really are handy when you know what they do. And if you want to get this list that I just talked about, along with a description of each one, it's over at my website at computertutorflorida.com slash 165. And if you have a question about the function keys, or you want to make a suggestion or leave a comment for me, all you have to do is call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. It's available 24-7. Or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.